The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out many save the dates? The first Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to Search Insights Week on the Voices of Search podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and this week we're going to publish an episode every day discussing how you can maximize the impact of search data for your decision-making inside and outside of your SEO efforts. Joining us for Search Insights Week is Tyson Stockton and Alan Turner, who together run sales and services at Searchmetrics, which is an SEO and content marketing platform that helps enterprise-scale businesses monitor their online presence and make data-driven decisions. Yesterday, Tyson, Alan, and I talked about the data-driven decision-making framework. And today, we're going to talk about the real trouble with traditional research in search. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right, here's the second installment of Search Insights Week with Tyson Stockton and Alan Turner from Searchmetrics. Tyson, Alan, welcome back to Search Insights Week on the Voices of Search podcast. Thank you, Ben. Back again. Ben, I'm glad to be back in the hot seat with you, man. All right. Glad to have you both back. Alan, congratulations. I think we popped the chair. We had you on your first podcast yesterday. And we talked a lot about the framework for decision-making, how we're looking at trailing indicators and we're surveying people and trying to understand our customers. And we're not thinking about real-time data. We're not finding data sources that are widely spread enough. And then all of a sudden, hey, There's a search engine out there that is getting consumer intent, getting customer behavior, getting your competitor's behavior, and also telling you about your business all at the same time. Why are we only using this for search? And I think that gets into the problem with search research is that, A, we're only using it for search, and maybe the way that we're going about researching for SEO isn't working 
Tyson, you're the resident SEO in the room. Talk to me a little bit about how you think the way traditional research using search data works. Yeah, and I think for a lot of us SEOs, this is not a new topic. Like we're well aware of the power that search data has. There's just been some limitations as far as like how we gather, how we aggregate it. And so I think when it comes down to the individual attributes or what it can tell us as SEOs, we're very familiar with it and we've been using it for years. But I think where it becomes interesting is when you get into like the gathering and how you're going about it. And for the most part, the traditional ways to go about it, there actually are some biases that kind of creep in. And the first way that we kind of go about it is more through regular keyword research. And this can be consistent across SEO, SEM, other channels. And essentially, you'd be like, okay, I want to do some research on running shoes. Therefore, I'm going to go into AdWords Keyword Planner, or I'm going to go into Search Metrics Keyword Discovery. I'm going to put in the term running shoes. I'm going to see what other keywords are there. Very topic specific. And with that, then you're limited by basically the phrase exact match, broad match, where so then it's looking for what are other terms that said running shoes. And then you'd capture terms like best running shoes, you'd capture terms like Nike running shoes, etc. But where it starts to get a little trickier is when you get into some things like synonyms, alter ways of spelling, and kind of like the off the fringe. Using footwear instead of the word shoe. Exactly. It could be sneakers, it could be shoes. Jordans, etc. And so with that, you have some inherent biases because you're either limited to what your manual input is and the time that you're willing to take for that manual research, or even what you can think of that relates to that topic. The other way that we kind of back into this is by looking at it more on like a domain or URL level where you know I could be looking at two domains and I want to know how does Lowe's and Home Depot compare. And then maybe I get some ideas of, oh, these are keywords I wasn't thinking of because my competitor's ranking on them. And that though, even though it gets you out of your personal bias of what you can think of on the topic, but it also limits you into a pre-existing rankings. So you're only looking at where your domain or your competitor's domain's ranking but not necessarily in the entirety of the search terms that could be within that category. All right. So help me think about this. I understand that when we're doing our research for search or for other marketing channels, we are thinking about topic-specific searches, right? Or we are thinking about how to research our competitors to find topic-specific searches. So we're saying that this episode is the trouble with traditional search research, that we are looking at you know keywords and we're looking at competitors, but that's been effective. Where's the problem? Why is there trouble here? Why is that not the right methodology? And you know, why are we using insights to try to be more efficient? I think from my perspective, it really comes down to like sample size and whether or not it's representative. And when we're thinking about it in like SEO terms, we're thinking about individual URLs, ways to expand content. And in that sense, it you know, it works in that regard. You may not get the entire breadth, but then when you're talking about how do I elevate search data into guiding larger strategic decisions, well, the stakes become a lot higher. 
And you have to have a representative sample. And so if you have some of these biases of what the individual or the human that was doing the keyword research manually, or you're looking at pre-existing rankings, as we just kind of touched on, you have those biases. And so if you want to have the confidence to be in front of like the executive team and guide some larger, very, let's say, potentially risky decisions, you really need to make sure that those decisions are being based off fully representative data. And for me, that comes down to a scale issue. And so rather than looking at a thousand keywords or a few thousand keywords, I want to be looking at a few hundred thousand keywords. And so by reaching that larger scale, that's when you can increase your confidence that that is representative of what the true market demand is in whatever region that you're operating in. Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. So, Alan, you've worked in different organizations within marketing, obviously in sales, your current role. How is the decision-making process that Tyson is talking about being very keyword-specific, being very topic-specific, even competitor-specific different you know, obviously that's an SEO thing. How is that different than how other parts of organizations and other organizations entirely make their decisions? Yeah, so that's where I would say this data is not currently coming across the table in a sense to help us make informed decisions in other divisions. Speaking in sales in particular, the organization that is kind of on the front lines trying to drive revenue This is great data for any sales leader to be able to understand exactly what the consumer is asking. But in terms of kind of piggybacking off what Tyson was saying, that conversation needs to be elevated. And the one way that that conversation needs to be elevated is for the executives or for the decision makers who are at the table to understand how critical this data is and helping them make decisions. And I think that is the gap. If you were asking earlier, what is kind of the broken link to this chain. And I believe that's the broken link. It is helping executives understand how critical this data is. And as Tyson was saying, bringing a representative sample data set to the table that is very reflective of the market that you're interested in or that you're working in. So 
you know, what I've seen in other organizations is not necessarily executives are not worried about keywords, right? They're not interested in searches, topic searches and things like that. They're interested in data. They're interested in understanding what is the potential growth in that market? How are we coming to that data? They're not getting into the weeds of actual SEO and actual keywords and things like that. So to elevate that conversation, we have to take what we know of SEO and we have to be able to communicate and articulate it in executive speak, as we say. Yeah, and I think that's truly highlighting what the trouble is with traditional search research is that it's used for search and that it's powerful and it's meaningful and it could be used to help inform decisions across multiple different parts of your organization. It can really help you understand macro trends in your environment, in your industry and with your competitors But your leadership and the rest of your organization is thinking search data. That's some nerdy shit. And they're not necessarily thinking, I want to get into the weeds and think about keyword optimization. They're thinking about it from a granular level, not from a macro perspective. I would say that's exactly the challenge upon us as SEOs. Like, we know the value of the data that we have. The challenge is how do we translate that into a language and into a format that the executive team and the other departments and organization will also be able to digest. And I think that to me, it's like the use case or the value of it is clear as day. Where I think most people run into the barriers and the limitations is being able to step out of the tactical SEO lens and really present it in a way that, no, this isn't keyword optimization. This is if more people are searching for Nike running shoes than Adidas running shoes, it is a strong proxy of the overall market demand. And so by making some few adjustments in my wording of how I present that data to a leadership team, I'm not going to say, hey, the search demand of this keyword is this. I'm going to say, consumers are more interested in this product or this category than another. And here's my evidence. And so I think that becomes more on the SEOs to challenge themselves to get out of the comfort zone and then also to change the way that they're speaking of the exact same topic. Yeah, I totally agree with you. And you know, if I had to summarize, I think the problem with traditional search research is that people are missing the forest for the trees. Right, They're thinking about the granularity, like I said before, of the data source as opposed to how it can be used to analyze and predict what's going to happen at a macro level within your industry. So that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Tyson Stockton and Alan Turner from Searchmetrics. Join us again tomorrow when Tyson, Alan, and I discuss how to improve your decision-making through search data. If you're interested in contacting Tyson or Allen, you could find a link to their LinkedIn profiles in our show notes, or you could visit their company's website, which is searchmetrics.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. 
Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to voicesofsearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions. You can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data. Music.